Well, greetings. I'm Right, I'm Right. We'll be starting momentarily. Jill is putting some information into the fortune cookie so you know how to contact us. Uh, For those of you that are listening to the replay, you can fast forward to the beginning of the show. For those of you that are here for the first time, uh, you can... Let me see, what can you do if you're here for the first time? (laughs) You can react. Yes, you can react. You can hit that react button and choose any emoji you want and press send. If you wish to send a comment, also hit the react button, choose an emoji, and then send your comment. Also, please, what do we want people to do? We want people to share this. That's what we want people to do. And the show will be starting momentarily. Let me take the white button. We're here. You don't see us yet, but now you do. It's like magic. (laughs) Well, Jill, I think we should start this show. What do you think? Do you? Yes. Are you speaking to me tonight? I am speaking. (laughs) Good, good. I am glad. 
What is that? That's the end surprise. Well, hello, everyone. Greetings, everyone. Greetings. What is, what's our show called, Jill? This is I'm Right. I'm Right. And I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. And... I want to do a shout out to Stefan. Hey, Stefan! Stefan, hello. We, we were just, in Stefan's show a little while ago. Yes, we were in the audience. And Stefan, we didn't say anything because you were doing so great by yourself. Fabulous. So we were like, he's he's got this. Yeah, yeah. You was in your zone uh, tonight. Yeah, so you great were. show. You were. Um, great we appreciate show. We appreciate, uh, you know, you just uh, being there for us so we can watch your show. That's Good. right. Yeah, that's because it's all part of Relationship Wednesday. Relationship Wednesday. Yeah, which actually and started at 6. Yes, because we're Arlene. we're like adding people to our Relationship <laughs> Wednesday, That's whether right. they want to be a part of it or, or not. not. <laughs> <laughs> so Arlene and Brandon come on at 6 uh, p.m. Eastern. And the name of their show is? Love Insight. Love Insight. And they're both uh, fantastic. Matchmakers. Re- well, I was going to say fantastic re- relationship Relationship coaches, coaches, matchmakers, matchmakers. Yes, they're matchmakers. They're certified. They're certified. Yes, in fact, they were talking about uh, some classes they were going to have because Arlene's quest is to have everyone be a matchmaker because of love. Love. That would be cool. That would be cool. And then, then what did we had? The conversation. Yes, with Stefan. Stefan, and he talks about really important topics that we all should be talking about. That is true. That is true. The reason we brought Stefan into this relationship uh, Wednesday is because we also need to talk about relationships between each other, people in general. We have to have these types of relationships with each other uh, just to make this world a better place. That's right. And then we have our show. I'm right. right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. right. I am right. right. And then we have How Was Your Day with Dave and Sam. And when are they? They're right after us. They're right after us. They're right after us. So stay tuned and check them out. They would like it if you came and saw them. So that would be fabulous. That's right. All right. So what are we doing tonight? Wait, wait, wait. First off, the first thing I need to do is do an audio check. Uh, Please clap if you can hear us okay. Give us some indication. Yay. All right. Audio check done. (laughs) Cool. Oh, I just realized I don't, I don't have my normal setup. But That's you, okay. All right, you can handle it. I can handle it. Yes, you can. Okay, so tonight's topic Let is ultimatums. <laughs> it's ultimatums. part of a segment that we call. We call. We call. We call. We have segments that we call stuff. Stand by your stands. Almost, right. almost like I know what I'm doing. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. All right. So, what's your stance about ultimatums? Should well, we ever issue ultimatums to people? Well, I will tell you, I can only speak from experience. And if we're talking about ultimatums in a relationship, uh, if you give me an ultimatum, it's probably going to end up bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So if As, they say either we're going to get married or we're going to break up, like before you married me, obviously, you would say, I guess we're breaking up. We're breaking up. 
then we're breaking up. You know, has, has anyone ever given you that? I ultimatum? have received many ultimatums in my life. In um, romantic relationships. Yes. It started like when in when I was a senior in high school. Really? What was yes. the ultimatum then? Um let me see. She would say I'm going to school wherever she was going. I, cause this I is your girlfriend? Or was she even your girlfriend? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Forget I asked. Okay, she. We'll just call but her she. she. Yeah, that that's right. So, uh, you know, she says, you know, I'm going. And I, because I don't, I don't want to call anybody out. And I, so I don't want to give too many clues. But uh, the thing was, uh, you know, well, I'm, I'm, going away to school and it's, it's, you know, 600 miles away. Um, what are you going to do? It's like, what do you you mean? mean? (laughs) What do you mean? What am I going to do? Well, are you going to apply to the same school? No. (laughs) Well, you know, if you don't come with me, um, you know, that, Kind of means we need to break up. Yeah. Well, come with me or else we're going to break up. Okay. I, I think you really do need this time away from me at school so you can, you know, live your life. <laughs> you didn't even say, like, study. You just said live your life. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> live your life. You know, ultimatums, marry me or else. Mm-hmm. No, I look, you know, I'm a really nice guy. And you are. But the, here's here's the problem. People think that I'm nicer than what I am. I don't think they're wrong about that. I hmm. think they're wrong about that. Like what what do you think they wouldn't believe that you are capable of doing? Like what? What's too nice? Well, or what's nicer than what you are? Well, when when a person will present you with a situation, I want you to do this, and I'm always nice. Yeah, hey, yeah. Let's go here. Let's go there. Let's you know. You say this. yes automatically to other people. No. <laughs> so I'm like, I have never gotten that from you. No, yes, you have. Mm, yes, you have. You, very you say, rarely. hey, let's let's go to such and such. Okay. Let's go over here. Okay. Let's go over there. You know, they, these are things that don't, it's neither here nor there. Whether I go, whether I don't go, it doesn't matter to me. You know, might have a good time. Great. You know, it's all good. So I, I'm more likely to say yes. I know you don't believe that, but mm-hmm. I'm more nope. likely to say yes. Yeah, sure, we'll do this. Yes, we'll do that. But when it's something that I actually don't want to do, I will say no. I'm I'm not going to do that. Yes, I know. <laughs> right. I'm, yes, I'm I know. Not, I'm not going to do that. So, but I don't think that's a matter of whether you're nicer than they think you are. No, it does because when I when I say no, they're really taken aback by it. You know, no. Well, I was taken aback only because I wasn't used to hearing the word no. 
from anybody. Well, I got you used to that. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> I you did sure get did. you used to that. I sure did. Yeah. So, but yeah, ultimatums, I, I actually believe in most cases, now this isn't 100%, but in most cases, if someone gives you an ultimatum, you do this or else, um, it's, it's never good for either party. The person that's giving the ultimatum and the person that's receiving the ultimatum. Because if they say, yes, okay, I'll do that. You know, marry me or else. Okay. He or she caves, they get married, but then they're divorced, you know, pretty soon. Their marriage turns out to be awful because somebody didn't really want to get married. They just caved so it's it's i believe it's never I caved on my first marriage oh you want to tell us about that it wasn't an ultimatum um but it was it was interesting because <laughs> we were definitely in two different mindsets when he proposed but he proposed in a very public way um as most well uh, Chris and Stefan are here. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Stefan. Um, most people have heard me say that I used to work in TV. So I was working that night, and mm -hmm. he came to my TV station, and he talked to my technical staff. And instead of a commercial plan at the end of my show, like it, or you know, just before the the last segment of the show, um, it with within the newsroom or within mm -hmm. the control room um they played his proposal that he had put together on on video they played it in they played it not so, on the air no but they played it they didn't uh, he wasn't like in person he was in person but he didn't say it they no, played it was, it. it was like it was like he he got on he used to work at a TV station too. So he got on his <laughs> stations. <laughs> got on his station's anchor desk, acted like he was an anchor and like had, you know, like the supers is what you, you know, put the name and all of that and um proposed to me that way. But what was funny was that was back when um I Time I, I still don't have this straight. But, I'm well, I'm sorry no, I'm interrupting me. you, but he played he played a recording My, of, of of proposing of sitting on a anchor desk, asking the question. But what was funny was it was back when I would time a show by hand. Well, the computer did it Olden for me. Olden days. Well, the computer did it for me too, but I didn't trust the computer, yeah, so yeah, I did it. Old school. old school. So I did it see, by see hand. The, see, so I was concerned that we weren't going to get out of our show on time. Uh -huh. So my director kept saying, Jill, look at the screen. Jill, look at the screen. I'm like, why? It's a commercial. I'm I'm busy. Mm -hmm. And he, Jill, look at the screen. So I missed the beginning. So see, I knew and, he was uh, making a mistake by recording. And then by the time it ended, so I finally looked up and by the time, and I just in time to hear him say, you know, will you marry me? And then he had come into the control room and was on one knee and but all i could see was uh he had gotten one of my photographers with her camera and it's it's really dark in a control room so the light is really bright so i'm like why is she what what is happening and so he's on one knee and he's got the ring so it's in it's public and anyone who knows me knows i i don't like 
public displays like that. I, ha- I hate it, as a matter of fact. So did he give so, you an ultimatum? It wasn't an ultimatum, but I felt like I couldn't say no in front of my entire professional team that I would look like the bad guy. You should have said no, 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 <laughs> and hell no. I will not marry that you. I would look like the bad guy. So I said yes, and I almost said no you later, know, but anyway. You know, that's, Jill, that It wasn't an ultimatum, but I did cave because I am, I all am, these people were looking at me, and I would have looked like, you know, like they thought it was romantic. Oprah's team even wanted us to appear on their show to talk about proposals and all of that, which I refused. I never told him that they called, but um, because <laughs> he would have wanted to go. But I was like, no. Mm-mm. Well, I think this is that story was kind of off topic. It was because it wasn't an ultimatum. But that's right. So being that we're off topic. Wait, you, know oh, what? Lord. you know what? Wait, I need to see who's in the audience. Who's in the it's audience? It's Chris and Stefan. And Chris, oh, Chris says, and, uh, my wife and I have been okay. or else. <laughs> my wife and I have been or uh-huh. elsing for 35 years. Have been what? Or else. Or else. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good, years. Chris. I'm happy to, happy to see you. I missed your show today. Anyway, I'm going to move on. Yeah, I'm going to do it in replay tomorrow. But being that we are off topic, and this, I was going to come back to the topic. This, by the way, because I was going to say, I don't even, I don't even know if we need to go back to that topic. No, but, I have things to say about ultimatums. Okay, but but being that you um, have told how your first husband proposed to you, and I, <laughs> I thought it was wrong from the start. You yeah, because it's I, not and, like. I, audience, I don't like that. I don't like public stuff like that. She has never told me that story before. I so, haven't? No, no. This is the first time I, I I heard that story. So now. But you did know that I didn't like like flowers and yeah, so stuff like that. No, n- well, no, I didn't know you didn't like like bath oils and soap well, yeah, and stuff that, like that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Took but me you a didn't long send it to my to, job. No, you know. No. Okay. So audience. I'm going to tell you how I proposed to Jill. Let's see if our stories. Okay. So this is what I did. I had planned on proposing to Jill two years to the day after we met because I had a two-year rule. You mean after we dated? After we dated. Not after we met. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So... It was two years, and I'm, and, you know, I had already gotten the ring. I had everything set. I was sure she had already met my family and my sister. I got the, I got the go ahead because I've made mistakes before. <laughs> so, um, everything was. And planned. I had no idea. Everything was planned. I had, I had a plan. I had a really good plan. But then all of her family was coming to town like a day before. So I had to move. I I said, I I definitely need to propose to Jill before her family comes. Why didn't you want my family to be there? Why couldn't it be that day? On the day? You don't like public displays. (laughs) You know. It was a test. You passed. Gee. (laughs) So... 
So I'm like, oh, gee, what can I do? What can I do? You know, what can I do? What can I do? So I decided um, I lived by myself and actually in the house we live in now. Um, it's a four bedroom house with, you know, formal living room, formal dining room, a den, you know, eating kitchen, basement, you know. So it was a big house for me. So um, I had a guest bedroom also. So I took all of the furniture out of the guest bedroom and put it in the basement. And then I took all the windows in the guest bedroom and I blacked them out. Then I put a table and a chair and I put about 25 or 30 candles in the room. I didn't, I do cook, but I didn't have time to cook. Cause it was 24 candles, one for each month. That we <laughs> it was 24 it was candles, 24 not candles. 25. Okay. Okay. So I did, I did all of that. And um, like I said, I had the ring and I knew that Jill doesn't like her food to touch. Nope. Never outgrew that. So I have, you know, these, unless it's supposed to touch. had these China plates that were, you know, they were separated. They had separations in them. So none of her food would do it. And I went to the Chinese food restaurant and, you know, ordered a bunch of food and um, and all of that. So Jill was at work and she got off. She she said, well, what are you doing? I wasn't at work. I you went were, to get my hair done. She went to get her hair done. And I said, well, you need to come come by my house. And, and she said, don't eat lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't eat lunch. Don't eat lunch. Just just come here. You know, we'll, we'll eat something. Blah, blah, blah. So did I put a blindfold on you? No. I didn't that would have freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even think Jill up to this point had ever like even been in the guest bedroom. Nope. It was like a room she didn't know existed. (laughs) Okay. So I lead her upstairs to the guest bedroom and, you know, the door is closed and I open the door and here's all these 24 candles and a table set up and soft music playing and all of that. It was like a restaurant. Yes. It was was like a, yes, a romantic restaurant. And she uh, she sat down and she says, "Ooh, all of this, all of this," <laughs> and 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 you know, I'm like, "Oh, she doesn't have a clue. This is no. this is going to be an engagement. She doesn't she doesn't have a clue." So you know, we we're eating and all of that, and she says, "Ah, this is so nice. This is all of this for because I said it was for our two year anniversary." No, I assumed so. You assumed it was. Yes, okay. Because I was thinking, wow, he went all out for a yeah, two-year that's, anniversary. That's, that's, that's By the way, was. Chris wrote, Jill, when did you realize you married Barry White? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what, Chris? I'm not even going to say anything about that. <laughs> anyway. I was going to say right away. <laughs> right away I did. So he was and, like, hey, baby. Uh, anyway. Anyway, so... um. So all of this is going on, and and I'm trying to keep from laughing because she still hasn't figured this nope, out. I thought, that wow, I'm he gonna went ask all out to marry me. So um, we eat, and then 
I had taken the ring and I put the ring like under my chair. So I bent down to pick up the ring and Jill's like, are you okay? Did you fall? <laughs> I really thought he had fallen. <laughs> he, was on, fall? he was on Did one knee, but I thought he fell. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God. Cause you know, we're both clumsy. So I really yeah. thought you had fallen. Yeah. So, um, so you start laughing. So I, I, I'm like laughing like crazy. And, and then I, um, you know, opened the little ring box and asked Jill to marry me. And I went, she didn't answer me. And I stayed like that for a while. Yeah, she did. She didn't answer <laughs> me. And there's one thing Jill had taught me in, in our two-year uh, relationship at that point was that. Words matter. W- words matter. Wait for the answer. If the person doesn't say yes, they didn't say yes. So I waited a while and I was like. Because I was still like. I was like, and. Will you marry me? I was like, oh, yes. Because in my head, I said yes. Yes. No, in my head, I said yes. I just didn't say it out loud. Yeah, I need to hear it. I need to hear it. I said it. Yes. Obviously. We're married. You did. Yes, we we did get married. But that's, I would not ever record my proposal and put it Uh, on video to ask you to marry me. So I believe the way I asked you was much better than oh, that first absolutely. Time. That, that's why we're absolutely. still married. That oh, that is sixteen years later. Yes, All right. absolutely. Cool, absolutely. Yay! So I just want to welcome everyone that's coming to the show. We've got Sam. Hi, Sam. We've got Janie. Sam? Sam is here. Yes, and Dave is here. Sam and Dave is here. Yeah, and ah, Chris. Cool. And your buddy Woody and Woody. Stefan. Yeah, me and Woody go bike riding every weekend. <laughs> we do. Yeah. We do. Absolutely. Anyway. Every weekend. Yes. So I wanna can I say what I was gonna say about ultimatums? Sure. Yeah, our let's, get, topic. let's get back. But yes, on I, topic. I agree with you that your proposal was much better. And that I would have gone on Oprah for if she'd want it. Not too late. She doesn't have a show now. She that knows kind of, somebody that kind with of a show. show. She knows somebody <laughs> with a show. You call Oprah up. <laughs> anyway, uh, and the reason that Oprah even knew about the first one was because one of the anchors I worked with, sister, worked for Oprah, was one of her producers. So that's how. Cousin, uncle, brother, sister. Cousin. Mother, yeah. father, sister, yeah. brother. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. So ultimatums. Back to ultimatums. Do yes, I? I, is, I feel like I hear an echo now. I don't hear okay? any echoes. Okay. All right. Um. So ultimatums. Ultimatums. The only time I've ever been given ultimatums is in my workplaces, <laughs> my former workplaces, not where I am now. They they wouldn't do that where I am now. But uh, <laughs> in former workplaces, they they would say like. Uh, do like, this or else well they would say you know yes you know i would point out that maybe what they're doing will get a suit or you know something like that mm-hmm. and they're like well do it anyway and i'm like no and they were like well if you don't do it you may not be here tomorrow I'm like, okay so they did it without me but i showed up the next day and nobody told me to go home so their ultimatums didn't carry weight with me. So, so, and then other times at different places, 
they've said, you know, well, if you don't like the way we, you know, if, if I'm in a meeting, um, and I've talked about this before, how sometimes um, women, um, but especially black women, if we offer input in a brainstorming meeting, for whatever reason, they'll think that, you know, you're trying to tell them what to do, or you're an angry black woman. I wasn't angry. I was just saying why I didn't think something else would work. Okay. Okay. Um, and maybe we should try this. Um, and so after a meeting, uh, one time a boss said, well, if you don't like the way we do things, maybe you shouldn't work here. Okay. <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 I don't mean to quit. And I'm like, well, that's kind of what it sounded like, but okay. <laughs> and they were like, you well, would quit? I'm like, didn't you just tell me not to work here if I don't like the way things mm-hmm. are going? And so, you know, they would never, like, tell me to leave. But I always felt like that was, like, you know, that I should leave. Did you leave? Eventually, yeah. yeah okay. And it's like, oh, time to, you know. It, it was a, it was many, many years before I had to look for jobs because there was a shortage of producers. Oh, so, okay. So okay. most well, of the time they didn't mean their I didn't even think about work ultimatums i was thinking about uh, to me know, those like are more romantic relationship so um uh, I, th- that that brings something else into it so mm-hmm. i have worked for myself uh since i was 23 years old since you were seven well, if you count cutting grass, <laughs> you count cutting. Gr- well, yeah, I always kind of made money on my own. Mm-hmm. Even when I was young, I installed car stereos. I finished basements and all that. And I was doing that stuff before I was 16. Um, so um, I'm used to working for myself. That's what I do. Um and sometimes I would contract to different companies and stuff like that. And if someone would say, but you have to, <laughs> that's like an ultimatum to me. You have to. Oh, no, I don't. I, I don't have to. I'm gone. You know, yep. I'm, yep. I'm gone. I don't have to stay. So why this. do you think people issue ultimatums? Because they're testing you or they really think that they think it'll work. They think. Mm-hmm. And but actually it does work on for most some, well, people, for some people, on most people. But this, if you're a um, strong-willed, independent mind type person, like we are. Like we are. Then it's mm-hmm. a challenge. Like, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I've had, I choose A. Yeah. <laughs> or I've B. Had, yeah. I've had very few jobs in my life. I, I, I usually worked for myself sole proprietor because I, yeah, it's like a cuss word when somebody says you have to, or do this or else. Oh no, I I don't want anyone to have that type of control over me. Um, Even though I know that sometimes in life we have to do things that we don't want to do. Like right now I'm working a job. I'm an employee, but I'm older now. Right now, I just <laughs> needed a job, make a couple of dollars. When I save up enough money, job is gone. I'm out. You know, so they don't. You know. They don't watch the show, do they? 
No. Okay. <laughs> if they did, but you know what? If they did, I think they already know. They already that. know. Yeah. Okay. They, yeah. No, nah, Tony's different. He he don't care. He he'll. You know, I do a great job. I always do a great job. But no, it's it's just a job. I, I mm. give the job no weight other than. It's a paycheck. That's, right. That's it. It's not what I'm supposed to be I would be, be shocked doing. if my workplace gave me ultimatums, my current one, because I, re- I really but like them. But you, like, you like the job and they, you're doing And they that. actually yeah. ask for input, you know, so I I would be surprised if yeah. they ever did that. Well, who do we have in the audience? I, I want, I'm, I'm interested to know, and I, I, I know Chris has gotten some ultimatums in his life. But I'm looking for someone else who has who else has gotten an ultimatum. If you would like to tell us, you can ask to speak, and we'll bring you to the stage. Someone else. So we've got had to um, get an Canoe, ultimatum. We've got Dave, Sam, Chris. Wait a minute. There's and different people showing up on yours than on mine. No, they're there on yours too. Oh, it's you because I don't have it. on my glasses. I was going to say you can't see. <laughs> so I'm your I'm your eyes. <laughs> wow does anyone want to share stories just of- tell, yeah yeah you don't have to come to video you yeah. can just do audio and um you know just uh, if you ever just had a ultimatum, ultimatum issued to you or and, have you given or one? given oh and if so i would i would really like to know why why and whether it worked and whether and it, how worked. it turned out yes but you know my opinion, I mean, yeah, I just said it a little earlier that it, ultimatums, I believe, now I could be wrong, but I believe that ultimatums just don't work out. That's what I believe. It seems that way. Stefan, do you want to? He is. Do you want to come to video? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. That's me. Hang on. <laughs> oh, you could bring yourself to video? I was going to bring video? myself to video. Okay. And here he is. Yay. Add in the glasses. That's that's only what I do for my show. I, I do that all the time. <laughs> Got my head cap on. Don't we fall, like your... hey, don't fall asleep during our show. And I like your head cap. <laughs> Thank you. Well let's that let's, gives me an idea. let's I should wear let's a head cap get, on Let's on our get next to show. what's at hand ultimatums so have um, you given one or received one or both he <laughs> looks like the type that's given some <laughs> ultimatums i i i personally um i personally give them to be honest see you see and do they work um most of the time yes oh oh so what's yeah. the what's most the key to the that like what why and how do you like what do you do to make it work um, I don't, I mean, most of my ultimatums come with, from relationships. Um, and it's usually like, when I say they work, I mean, like they work out for me and we break up and that's ultimately what I want. <laughs> um, <laughs> you see, but that's what I'm talking about. For me, it works because like, it works. The, you know, um, like my, like my past relationship, the ultimatum was, um, he like he wanted to be like this influencer and all this other stuff and i was like i just want to live a nice comfortable life you know we make good money 
we do what we want to do, but you want to go out here and do all the extremes. So the ultimatum was either we live a normal life or you don't live the life at all. And, you know, and that ultimatum led to us breaking up. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> so this is your way of breaking but, up because, you know, they're, that's what they're probably probably going to say. You know, which, but, yeah. which way they're going to go. More than likely, they're 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 not going to choose what I want. Um, so the ultimatum is usually like, "Hey, this is you know this is the way that it's going." Um, ultimatums can also be when you get to that point in your relationship and you guys have to have that serious conversations because things have been rocky. So you give the ultimatum of, "Okay, are we going to work on our issues that we have, or are we going to break up?" Uh, um, but I'm I'm not sure that's an ultimatum. That's that's addressing the relationship. That's like a wake up. Yeah, that's like that's <laughs> but like. But to me, it's no, that's like, like okay, do you no, are we gonna work or leave? That's that's. And uh, you're expecting them to say they're no, gonna no, leave? No, no, that is a we need to talk. I'm betting. That's what that one is. Yes, that's a we need to talk. But he says he's betting that they're gonna say let's leave they don't want to yeah leave. but like but he, yeah but it's still it's a we need to talk nobody likes to hear we need well to i was talk gonna say because isn't that it's gonna like, come isn't no. that like a like oh that's scary yeah but it's but it's going but to we be need to talk usually comes with ultimatums right n- no, no like an ultimatum is like look you need to, I, I don't like your job and if you keep if you keep this job I'm going to leave you. Mm. But what you're having is really better because it's, it's a conversation. Look, this is what you want in life. And this is what I want in life. Can, can we come together on this? Can we make a compromise or, or, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But um, many times a person doesn't want to make a compromise. As Chris says, my way or the highway. (laughs) Amen. Amen, Chris. My way or behind. No, no, well, but but uh, no, let me let me give an example and I will use Jill and I. Uh-oh. Um <laughs> I can't remember when it was in our relationship. Um but Jill doesn't have any children. Okay. Oh. And Jill is 8 years younger than me. And I have children. They're like grown. They <laughs> okay. Are grown. Um, at the time they weren't both grown. Uh, one was a teenager at the time. But she was 18. But I knew I didn't want any more kids. I knew that for sure. I didn't want any kids. So I brought that up to Jill. I said, look, Jill, um, you don't have any kids. I, I said, I know you've told me you don't want any children, but I think we need to take a week um, and to think, you know, think about it. Do you really not want children? And I said, I will think about it too. And I will think about, well, would I be willing to still have a child, you know, with you because I love you and we'll take a week. We won't talk during this week and we'll both think about it. Well, Thank God she said after a week, no, I don't want any children. And my answer was, I don't want any children either. And I wasn't going to have any, even if she wanted some. 
So we would have broke mm. up. So well, so it would have so been it a wasn't, deal breaker, but it wasn't it was an ultimatum. It was a deal breaker, but it wasn't yeah, an ultimatum. It was a deal breaker. Yeah, but yeah. it's the same with with your relationships. You're like, ah, oh, there's something about this person that that doesn't fit with me. You know what I mean? Because ultimatum for your example be like, we either have kids or yes, we yes, get a yeah. If Jill said, yeah, we have kids or I'm leaving you, mm. that would have been an ultimatum. Leaving. <laughs> yeah, she probably would have left me. That's yeah. right. She would have left me, and I'd have to live with it. You know, you know. But. Yeah, because because I we we have a well, I have a friend that he married twice, and thinking they had the same conversation, mm-hmm. and he and she had the same answer that I did. Both both wives, mm-hmm. but he, for some reason he thought that once they married and he had you know. Provided a great life for them, a lifestyle for them, that they would change their minds, and they're like, but "No, no. <laughs> still not." So they they he he got divorced twice for the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, but so, but actually, I commend you, mm-hmm. Stefan, because it wasn't an ultimatum. It, nope. it was having like a real conversation. Look, this is what I don't care for you you know, care about in your life. That's not the type of life I want. I don't want to be an influencer. I don't want to be a public eye. And now you're on fire. No, I was going to say, but there you <laughs> are. <laughs> and, and, and like contradicts everything. I don't want to be in a public eye. I don't want this. And then... I'm on Fireside. I have a podcast and it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that person know this now? Um, he knows about the podcast. He does not know about Fireside. <laughs> so it's, um... <laughs> that's funny. So that's sending a different message. I just didn't want to be with you. But, but no, it, 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 you know, people are at different places in their lives. So things yeah, that you might not have thought about doing, you know, a year or two ago but that you're doing now. Also an, um, age plays into that, too, because he mm-hmm. was 23. I'm 27. I'm getting old. Um, and... <laughs> you're going to say that to us? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's over there dying. <laughs> Here, here's some water. You want some water? Handle the show. Handle the show. Oh, well, I compose myself. I can't believe you said that to us. <laughs> Stefan is the first person to actually make me come out, out of, of your seat. Yeah, All right. Um, so as I was saying, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm 27, I'm getting old. Um, and you know, we, we, we wanted different things. Like I, I eventually did want kids and him being 23, I, I don't want to sit here and wait till I'm like 37 to have a kid. So I'm like, no, this is, so there was a lot of, there was a lot of that, like life balancing things. And so, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you haven't done any ultimatums, but what you do is better. It's better because you're just having a conversation about and you and you know yourself, you know what you want and don't want at, you know, different points of your life. So that's good. Right. Bravo. Yay! Keep up the good work. Yay. So has anyone ever given you ultimatums? (laughs) Yes, my ex-girlfriend did. 
Um, really? She was, <laughs> before I joined the police academy, she gave me the ultimatum, either join the police academy or be with her. And I was like, Ugh. Well, you know how that ended. <laughs> yeah. So as you can see, she's no longer in the picture. So I chose something else. Yeah. That's yeah. good. When uh, when I used to be like on the road, you know, driving 18 wheelers, my own trucks, um, when I wasn't married, uh, I had several relationships throughout the country. <laughs> kind of simultaneous area codes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, and, that, and that was good for me, you know. I I mean that 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 worked, you know. I knew when I got to Vegas and when I got to Texas, I could do this. When I got to New York, I could do this. You know, when I got to Florida, I can do this. So it was good for me. Um until somebody would end up giving me an ultimatum. I have received many ultimatums. It was like, no, you, you, you need to settle down and come move here with me and all of that. And I'm like, nope, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. Just not, not, just not doing it. I mean, for real, I mean, for real, I was just not doing that. Oh, there's Chris. Oh, look, I can accept people yes, now. Yes, you can. Chris is coming up. I just saw it. Yeah. Chris, are you here? Do you want video, Chris? Chris doesn't no, want video. No. I, okay. I don't want to over, overwhelm he, the people. He looks He looks too, <laughs> he looks too good for video. No, really? I, was, I was just going to say you were all over the country until you got the auto, automatum. Ultimatum. <laughs> she threw up a big old red block to the big truck driver and said, <laughs> Pull it over, Mac. <laughs> nope. That's not the way it happened. When I met Jill, I was older. So I was ready to stay still for a bit, you know, maybe the next 40 years or so. Oh, after, after 40 years, watch out, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> after 40 years, I might take off you on you. take off. Yeah, I might take off. 40 years. I'll or... be a hundred and I'll be a hundred and something. But I'll, I'll be, I might have to get a younger model, trade you in for somebody. Oh my goodness. Somebody about? stop this man. Somebody, <laughs> I was going to, please. Tra trade you in for somebody that's 90 years old. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll do. Yeah, but no, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. But it's, it's, it's like you were saying, uh, Stefan, um, People are at different times of their lives want different mm -hmm. things. And in your case, it was what, only four years difference? But that's a big difference um, at the age you were at, you know? Yeah. Four, four Chris, years. Go ahead, Jill. Oh, go ahead. I can no, it's, it's fine. I was just going to ask Chris, uh, remind me, the is there a big age difference or any age difference between you and your wife? Talking to Chris? Yep. Um, 
Let's see. Chronologically, only a couple of years. Mentally, about 50 years. She's <laughs> yes. more mature. More mature. Yes, she is way much more mature than you and smarter also. And you're saying this because? It's true. Because it's true. Because it's, it's true. Listen. It's true. Because, because <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I, I, always, I always say, I yeah, my wife is always right. And and she always says she's going to put it on my tombstone. There you go. No, I listen to Chris a lot. He says it all the time that his wife is smarter than I've him. I've heard him say it too, but I thought he was joking. Why would he joke about that? <laughs> why, why, why would he joke about that? I hope his wife didn't hear you say that. You say it about me all the time, and you're joking. So I am not joking. You're you, the smartest oh, woman I know. It, don't say it. Don't say it. Jill hates Star, for me to say she's the that, smartest woman I know. Because I know the people you know, so I, I don't like for you to say that. Hey, she, she stopped by the kitchen while I was doing the dishes listening to your program earlier. And I said, honey, get in here and listen to these two. He's trying to describe his romantic proposal, and she's correcting him every step of the way, just like you do me. <laughs> and, and she said, you see, you're not the only husband that gets it wrong. <laughs> hey, but, but, that's, but I, can, I can admit that. Yeah, you know, I say it all the time. You know, I say it jokingly to Jill, I keep you straight. But really, she keeps me straight. She keeps me on 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 path on task if i'm doing uh, i try something I wrong or saying something incorrectly she will let me know and and i actually love her for that so oh thanks. thank you i'll do it even more now thanks i didn't say doing more <laughs> <laughs> i say do it more i love you for the amount you do it now <laughs> don't turn it up another notch turn it up so, Stefan, were you going to say something before I ask Chris that question? Um, what was I about to say? I, I was <laughs> going to say something on like the age-wise, like um, the difference. I was talking about the difference of your age back then. It was only uh, three or four years apart, right. but it was a big difference. Then. Yeah, there was a big difference in what everyone wants, and I, I feel that that that's with every relationship, depending on if you guys have an age gap. Um, cause some, some people can have an age gap, but still want the same things, yes. but then others cannot. Nope. Nope. Yeah, but that's, I, but that's yes. why it, it, it works. It works well. A lot of times when one of the people, when you get up in like your, you know, thirties and forties, I'm, I'm, of, I'm very close to that, Anthony. Because <laughs> you know he's getting so old. He's getting so old. I'm getting, I'm getting old. <laughs> you getting old. But um, I got t-shirts uh, old <laughs> and socks too. I bet you. <laughs> I bet you got socks that the elastic is dry rot in it. Don't you? <laughs> he knows what I'm talking preach, about. Preach, brother. Preach. If you. <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. If you keep socks for a long time, the elastic will dry out and they'll just kind of start falling apart. So you wait till your socks get settled? <laughs> like, I don't understand. No. See, there's certain things we do as we get older. Like you'll buy socks and you don't need socks, but you buy socks and then you put them in your drawer. 
because you thought you needed some socks. Next thing you know, those socks been in a drawer for 20 years. So you say, I've had these brand new socks in my drawer for 20 years. I should wear them. And then you go to put them on, but they're all dry rot. The elastic is dry rot, but they're brand new socks. They've never been worn. How often have you experienced this? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I didn't I didn't know that. But yes, yeah, socks, brand new socks, even though they're brand new, they just dry rot. Who knew? I know now. I didn't. <laughs> Definitely not. Interesting talk information. Talk about way off topic. Way. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not what this show is about. No. This show is not <laughs> about should... old socks. No, it's not. But we really? Should... Well, what, what do you it's... want to do? End the show now? Yeah, it's time to oh, end the show. Like, when, you oh, get, when you get way Tony's like that. Tony's talking about old ass <laughs> socks. You Learn can't end about. it on socks. <laughs> yeah, old, that's right. We can't end this show on old ass socks. I would, you know, I wish we could take a poll of of people that have socks that are over 20 years wow, old. Wow, you're still on this. You're what still is on going it. On? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. It was when you 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 said what you did and got him off the chair. Something happened in the corner. I don't know. It's because Chris is here. That's why. Chris so he called her before? into the room and he and he and he lit twenty four candles and he and he and he unfolded twenty four pairs of socks. I, I I I took the socks out of the room. Also, I, I, I so got them Jill, what's your yes. show going to be about next week? <laughs> Nice segue. <laughs> it's, that is a good one. Thank you, Stefan. Next week, we're talking about going out on, on a limb for people. Mm. Mm. Would you buy people socks? Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I keep ending up with these old socks. I don't. I don't. Sweetheart. Let's I this. Let, well, let's give everyone a chance to like really change the subject and then we'll end the show because of time. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. You're done with socks. I don't know why you told me to bring that up. It's in the script. We, we are the, totally it's unscripted. It's we the, have no script. script right? We have no script. It's in the script. Well, no. Tony can, brings up old socks. <laughs> I, I can leave my parting words if you'd like. Yes. Okay. When I was a little kid in Miami, Florida in the 1960s, some friends came over our house. My grandmother, who we called Nana, was babysitting. They came to the door and they said, can Chris come out and play? And uh, Nana said, sure. And she said to me, put your shoes and socks on first. <laughs> so I said, okay. So I put my shoes and socks on. I headed for the door and she called me back and said, you can't go yet. And I said, why not, Nana? You got your left sock on your right foot and your right sock on your left foot. And she made me change my socks. <laughs> that actually happened. So I have a feeling Anthony and my grandmother are related somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I have to say. <laughs> that's a great story. And I agree with you, Chris. I totally agree with you. Yes, oh, I do. <laughs> so. Stefan, do you have a story too? 
No, not uh-uh. that many socks. <laughs> you don't have that many socks. <laughs> them old ass socks. <laughs> okay, well, don't give any ultimatums about socks. Maybe I should with you. Don't ever talk about socks again on our show or. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird, though. Because one time. Oh, Tony. One time. No, Tony, no. No, no, check this out. I was like. There's only like seven minutes left in the show. That's right. I was like, what the hell? And people have to listen to the replay. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Some people are going to relate to this. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, what the hell? What are all these socks doing in the drawer? I I haven't worn these socks. Angie, you're just a, a. I see you in the audience. I'm sorry you're hearing about I, socks. We were I really supposed these, to be talking about ultimatums. I haven't worn these socks in years and years. So I took all the socks and I put them in a bag and I threw them away. Like like a trash bag. I threw them all the way. And then, you know, time goes by. You know, everything is everything is going good. You do feel all the warm. And I and I and I go mm. back to that drawer and it's filled up with socks again. Like twenty year old socks again. So Stefan, are you gonna talk about back. cooking next week? <laughs> um, is that what you're doing? <laughs> the socks keep coming cooking, back. Um let's see. That that is the goal. I still have to figure out like how I'm gonna do the camera angle in my kitchen. Mm. Um, with trying to do it, um, and trying if I'm trying to do it like Rachel Ray, I got to find a recipe that I can do in like 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> so it might just be grilled cheese for the first <laughs> for the first one. Um, well, you know the, wait, the wait, key, wait. But the, the question key, is no. The, the first a, question is, can you cook? Of course he can. Oh well, I can cook. That's that's not the question. <laughs> It's that is not the question. That I don't go over my hour mark that I usually give for myself. Well, but uh, oh, so uh, you're gonna like cook in real time? So you're not gonna do yes, the camera cook. like the normal cooking shows? And this is where what they look have like when it's where they have already done it ahead of time. I got money and like then... that. <laughs> <laughs> to be over here trying to ha- oh well. <laughs> Here's pancake mix. Oh, boom. Here goes the pancake. That's right. That's, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You always make us laugh. You do. <laughs> he said, I don't have money like, like that. Yeah, yeah, well, can, can you make more than one grilled cheese sandwich? You know, like oh, yeah, I, I can make done. like two or three. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, that, that's your first. That's your first show. <laughs> grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. Now, do you so. make that? Do you make that on the stove, or do you use like an iron, like you iron that you iron clothes with? What are we talking? Okay, we really do have to oh go now. Okay. So um, I have a stove. Um, we're in the twenty-first century, um, and the electric company has yet to turn off my electricity. So by Tuesday, it's still on. Well, look, 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 look. This is see. This is because of our age difference. But mm. back in the olden days. People would make, you know, they would live in an apartment that didn't have a stove mm. and they would use their iron to make grilled cheeses. But Do- now there are like panini makers and things like that. But I, I was just wondering whether he can show people how to make a, 
grilled cheese in a pinch. Another no thing that's going to use their another life. thing they used oh to goodness. do back in the day because y'all got me talking to, about old I'm right. socks. Now, I'm the right. other thing they used to do, <laughs> I'm you right. Could, <laughs> you could take a baked potato and wrap it in aluminum foil and put it in your car engine. Kristen. And then when you get to where you're going, you could eat a baked potato because you had put it in your listen, car listen, engine. Listen, yeah. Chris said some cheeses smell like old socks. <laughs> and on that yeah. note... That's uh, the way to tie it together. I can't believe on that note, Stefan, you all thank you. shut me down. Stefan, thank you for coming to the stage. Chris, thank <laughs> you for coming to the stage. Who, who Welcome, Angie. I'm so sorry that you came in on this really odd hey, conversation. We're not look, normally mm-hmm. like this. The, uh, this is what's going to happen. This is going to go viral. Oh, <laughs> and you're gonna see us and after us everywhere actually, in a couple of tomorrow. minutes. Relationship Wednesday <laughs> continues with Dave and Sam's show. How was your day? So make sure that you yes. follow them as well. But thank you, everybody. For thank you, everyone. Coming, I'll try to get him in check by next week. Just we'll, to let we'll you see. all let, let you all know, <laughs> I'm much better now. I am scared. I am really scared. <laughs> I am much. I am much better now. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, okay. We're, we're, we're getting out of here. We're getting this thing. Yes, we. Ooh. We're getting out of thank here. You, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you don't have thank any you, every. Jill, Jill, you don't have any sense. You I have don't. No, you have no sense. Oh, at all. my goodness. Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone. You've been thank watching. You, everyone. I'm right. I'm right. I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. Thank you, Stefan. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Angie. And your buddy, Woody. He's he's been here the whole time. He didn't leave you this time. (laughs) (laughs) And next week, we'll talk about (laughs) going out on a limb for people. I just went out on a limb, so we don't have to do that show. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. See you next week. See ya. You're going to take us out, Jill. I am leaving the show. You're leaving the... You're not... You're going to take us out? I'm ending the show. You're not taking...